You sound kind of stoned. I'm not stoned. You're not. No, not, I'm just that, a little bit high. You sound so incredibly stoned when you say you're not stoned. <laughs> you should snort cocaine off of my ass. <laughs> Why are you laughing so hard at that? I'm laughing because that's like the ideal thing to say to me. <laughs> I would love to do that. <laughs> I figured. The big hormone enneagram. Hi, I'm John Lukovich, uh, sexual self-presidential with filing 458 trifix. Hi, I'm David Gray, self-pres sexual 9 with 1974 trifix. What up, it's Emika. I'm an 8 wing 7, sexual self-pres with 854 fixes. Hi, I'm Nancy. I am a self-pres social 3 wing 4 with a If you like our podcast, guys, make sure you go like and subscribe on the Apple Podcast app. And if you really like us, you should definitely leave us a review. (laughs) That's why I said (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That generally, you know, leads to other things. But Oh, darn. Oh, darn. Gosh, Molly. Oh, oh, darn. Except I'm on a downer. So, like, you would have to, you know, toss me around like a rag doll or something. (laughs) Well... You continue to speak good words, my friend. That's so entertaining. <laughs> Nancy's really stoned, John. I'm not that stoned. No, you're way over the top. I'm, I'm not stoned. No, she's um, just making total fool of herself. I haven't drank since, like, I don't think since New York, actually. Jesus, nice. Wow. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I decided to smoke instead of drink tonight because my friends were like, let's do a cocktail tasting party for New Year's. And I was like, oh, Jesus. So, you know, this year, I I mean, I wouldn't have predicted that I would be so into fucking doing an Enneagram podcast. But here we are. Like, I'm into it. I'm really (laughs) into it. And it's really cool to see how that's one of the things I wanted to get into. It's like this year was like a a shitty year on so many levels. But this has been a really cool thing about 2020 is this podcast. Like, dude, this. Yeah, I fucking love this podcast. <laughs> it's gotten me through 2020. You know, like mm. we have this thing that we do every week and um, we love doing it. And that was just a really cool discovery that, you know, initially he's like, oh, I'm going to have to do this podcast. And I was like, no, I get to do this podcast. You know? <laughs> I fucking get to. This is so much fun. And people actually listen to it and therapists recommend it, which is fucking crazy to me. Yeah. I posted, uh, Emika, you sent me something about like a review where somebody said right, my therapist right. recommended it. And I right. posted that and two people that are therapists like were like, I also recommend it to all my <laughs> <laughs> That's and, awesome. And it really says a lot about um, one of the things that one of the most important things, important episodes that we've ever done with, or the series Object Relations, how how much of a big deal that series is. I mean, it's been a big deal for us and that we were on it, yeah. but like how much of a big deal it is for everyone who's ever been exposed to what we're doing like there's nothing else on the internet anywhere available that explains object relations to that degree and it's just really fucking cool that that happened with our shit you know not like Rutz Hudson or whoever <laughs> like esteemed Enneagram teacher but it happened on our fucking pod and people are referencing it and that's why therapists were recommending us and it's like that's one of the highlights of this year 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think we need to fucking all write a book together that's like synthesizing yes. a lot of our shit because our discussions bring up original insights and points that aren't found found anywhere else. And we'll yeah, buy I our mean, book. Big hormone guide to the Enneagram or something. Yeah, totally. Every, I mean, almost every <laughs> podcast I listen to has a book. So mm-hmm. really. Yeah, I mean, I've I've loved our trifix stuff too because mm-hmm. you just see the garbage stuff out there, and I already feel like it's changing the conversation on trifix. Mm-hmm. It did, um, in a big yeah. way. I think yeah. a lot of Catherine people is um, are really salty about it because <laughs> I mean, well, because it's it's just like a very fucking good resource. Like it's not. I mean, Catherine has put out like videos explaining all the different trifixes, and people are referencing this more than anything she's ever done or because it's just yeah. more you know actually it's, useful and funny and and all that stuff and and yeah and like you know i've said to other people i don't know if i said here but like you might not know like a scholar or whatever but <laughs> you know a robo celibate you know what i mean yep, like yep yep you know these motherfuckers <laughs> yep but also Absolutely. i also have appreciated just like organically the attitude that we naturally have mm-hmm the mixture of like we're we're very into the spirituality and we're very into the humor and we're very into sexuality and we don't sort of none of us adopt like the breathy teacher voice. <laughs> That's I don't even know what that like it's hard for me to even imagine. <laughs> yeah, right. And and I mean like, you know, like I've taught like uh with like with Russ, like, you know, like very formal, advanced spiritual uh like an Enneagram retreats or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm very comfortable teaching from that place. But at the same time, sometimes when you do, people project that you ought to be the perfect person then. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And so it's been really nice to be able to traverse like, you know, sincere spirituality with like our dumb humor and and just <laughs> normal personness on this podcast and just be just be a person and not have to uh like I feel like it's been because it's like such a direct line to how our personalities are. Yeah. There's a there's an avert there's a way that we don't have to struggle with that dichotomy quite in the same way. You know what I mean? Yeah, like when we got first got started, I think I mean I definitely felt awkward with this format of knowing that people are listening to you in the sense that I don't know you have to be somewhat polished or something, and eventually you're just like fuck it, you know I'm just me, and I think I don't know at some point this year everyone just kind of got comfortable. <laughs> you know doing this and our personalities start to really come through and i think that's what people really feel listening to us just how authentically ourselves we are and that Mm -hmm. we're not hiding anything like we're i mean i get comments from people all the time and just how like genuine the 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 pod feels that i don't think people really get to listen to podcasts at least in the enneagram world or spirituality where people are just like regular fucking people words and all you know yeah that's really one of the, it's the really cool thing that we're all just ourselves on this thing, but we're all at the same time still into peeling back these layers and really interested in it, but we're not pretending to be fucking pious teachers and everything. It's funny to me because like someone like David's been like attacked for certain things online, but it's like on here, he's every bit as as much as the creep that he is <laughs> it's like like i it's funny the reading some of the comments of people who check out the pod is like yeah that david guy is such a creep but he really <laughs> likes being a creep and, and i'm like fuck yeah we're all creeps it's called big hormone fucking enneagram that's the name yeah. of the show we don't pretend like i feel like we're just wearing <laughs> our fucking horribleness or whatever people think is horrible about us 
on our sleeves and we're still doing inner work. And so it's like people can't, you know, to get the good stuff, they have to deal with us as human beings. And it's just so <laughs> hilarious to me. <laughs> and you can't yeah. hate on us because we we're so open about it. It's like, yeah, we exactly. said that on the pod. Thank you for yes. pointing it out. <laughs> Or I talked about how, you know, the bio of the show is talking, alluding to how toxic, <laughs> potentially toxic <laughs> the information might be. You need to, you know, listener discretion is, is advised. So it's like you've been warned and, you know, disclaimers and all that stuff. But and the information is here. So fuck you if you have a problem with it. But you got to come to us if you want that object relationship <laughs> we're the only ones like i mean i think the only prohibition jesus made in the fucking bible was against ostentatious prayer meaning like mm-hmm. showing people how spiritual you are yep i'm like you know i take that fucking pretty seriously because it's like i've seen people that very intimately and up close who uh have yeah. and wear the pretense of spiritual people and how fucked up they are Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like as soon as you start believing that you're somehow exempt from being a fucked up person, uh, you're more fucked up than ever, you know. Mm-hmm. And you're not fucking better than anybody. No, nobody's better than anybody, you know. It's like whether whether that's some sort of like a colloquial, like yeah, everybody's the same, nobody's better than anybody kind of thing, or whether it's mm-hmm. like a spiritual realization is like the realization spiritually is that you're no fucking better than anybody else. Like you're, we're all as on a central level, we're all the same. And mm-hmm. that those distinctions that we uphold as as giving us value or bringing us closer to God or whatever fucking ever, it's all an illusion that we just get attached to. So that's where like compassion and all that kind of shit can happen is like, or or sympathetic joy, like the Buddhist sense of sympathetic joy, where you're like actually genuinely joyful for somebody else's good fortune, which is mm-hmm. very rare for people that are in their normal personality. Is like comes from recognizing that we're all the same. You know, it's like somebody's joy is like it's something to celebrate even if you don't have any joy yourself mm-hmm. yeah just the level of uh people sending in messages that they would have quit the Enneagram yeah, if not for totally. this podcast and i think there's just a sense of realness i mean at the end of yeah. the day just real people i mean we are all kind of characters um <laughs> interesting characters but at the same time it's like we're not trying to present anything other than who we are and i think people can really feel that genuineness and it's it's just cool to be like working on stuff something which is not really work but just being ourselves exploring the enneagram having fun every week it's like this has been the easiest most enjoyable thing that i've ever done (laughs) yeah yeah and and you know like i know i'm a fucking white dude but like uh something i've appreciated just so like it's a context for what i'm about to say like you know, I've been going to Enneagram conferences since I was like 19 or something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're all like super white and professional and like the the white professional kind of veneer of things, even like this, like self-help, whatever. It's like this whole kind of milieu that's felt very stiff, like everybody's just playing a character. And so yeah. like, I appreciate like, like a lot of our guests have been a, of different backgrounds and different whatever and it's never been like an explicit aim to be like let's include diversity you know hashtag or whatever (laughs) but it's just naturally been that way and it kind of like i'm hoping um you know the enneagram can kind of grow like i'm part of the reason i resist the evangelical christian enneagram of many reasons besides it's like complete intellectual bankruptcy is that it just further whitifies it you know what i mean (laughs) It's and, really white. 
Like it's really white. Are really, really, really white. And it's and it's not like to, just to be like pandering to some kind of woke terminology, but like you know, there's a as we've talked about before, there's a relationship between what we call whiteness and class that dominates a lot of our cultural discourse that is really uh, detrimental to fucking everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To, yeah, yeah. So I I just like appreciate how like our delivery uh i don't know if like our audience continues to be as diverse as like i think it's inevitable like you look at astrology for example like the the audience for astrology is so diverse and like you look at astrology memes on instagram and different kinds of people that run those accounts that are into astrology um i think there's something about like that field or whatever that's because it's not like accepted as a corporate workshop type of thing that it opens the the door for just a wide variety of people to be into. Whereas the Enneagram has been largely co-opted by professional self-help people and right. white, white evangelicals. And so they culturally dominated to, to such a degree that um, you don't realize that a lot of non-white people could be into the Enneagram, kind of like right. astrology. So I think that's what is unique about our approach because there's some cultural facts about the way we're doing things that clashes with white American culture that I don't think it's possible that we would, it would ever just be just white people that are into what we're doing because there's some like, there's some real, you know, just the fact that we're real and we're not shying away from telling it like it is. That's a, that's a clash right there with, with most white people in terms of white culture. We've talked about that, but um, no, I, I think, our approach and the fact that we are diverse and we have diverse perspectives. Um, it's almost like, you know, everyone that each of us would have been kicked out of most of these <laughs> white dominated groups and that's what happened. And so the fact that we represent sort of what they don't accept, <laughs> it means that we are attracting, look at the people that we attract, even the people yeah. that hit, hit us up for typings and things like that. These are all kind of like fringe personalities. Um, yeah. And, and so we're always going to be that because that's just the core of like what we're about is that we aren't, you know, we're not like the typical white, whatever beige personality. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, even looking over our, I just briefly scrolled through our like fucking list. Yeah. I, I, on the iPad app, like our episode list. Yeah. I'm drunk. Um, (laughs) I don't know when Ed, Emika's editing whatever, but we all decided to be like either drunk or high or both when we <laughs> recording this year-end episode. Um, and uh, so I'm, I'm drunk. Pop a brownie. I, I think I might get a weed brownie. Do it. <laughs> I've been right. consistently smoking this whole time. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Trying so to keep I'm drunk. High. I'm drunk, and I want to <laughs> add more stuff to it. <laughs> I'm drunk, and uh, yeah. Hey, peoples. This is us, BHE crew. We are drunk. It's the end of the year, and we're talking about 2020, talking about the year and uh, reflecting and just shit talking, whatever. Um, we want to look at some stats, how we did, and uh, reflecting on the pod itself. Yes, yes. <laughs> Give some awards are... and acknowledgments. <laughs> you know, and they're all we... going to me. Thank you. <laughs> I want to talk about like who we've had a lot of guests this year. Mm-hmm. We have had a lot of guests. I, we've had a lot of guests, and we could talk about who, who's your favorite guests. Give some shout outs, and people have sent us money. Courtney. Let's let's talk about who sent us the most money. I want to shout. Oh that yeah, person. thanks to all the people who are sending us money. BB, BB, <laughs> our baby BB. <laughs> 
We love you, Bibi. Yeah, um, we love you so much. <laughs> she loves us. Uh, she's helped us out the most uh, this year. Our patroness. Yeah. yeah. I actually thought more people would send in more money. I think that's one of the things I'm going to work on next year. Just make it easy for people to send us money. Remind yeah. them that they should be sending us money. <laughs> yeah. We should be getting more money. I, I, that should be happening. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we put a lot of work into this shit. I mean, we do well, it anyway, but we yeah, do put a lot yeah, of work into yeah, <laughs> Yeah, like, I feel like a lot of our, our content has been good and fun. And it's just, like, nice to be able to, when when you're, like, online and everybody's, like, referencing bad material, that you're able to, like, point to your own shit and be like, hey, check this out. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. We've covered this year most of, like, the basic stuff that people ask about, like, I need help with Trifix. Boom, boom, boom. Link, link, link. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Trifix episodes. Or I need, you know, I'm trying to understand the lines of connection. Boom, boom, boom. We hit that. Um, we hit hey, so many things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like all the basic types, we hit that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, this first year was great in terms of, like, anyone who wants to sort of get a, a basic understanding of the Enneagram. We got them covered. <laughs> yeah, I really, I think we should revisit next year our panels, like, or mm-hmm. having guests yeah. on. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like they're good, what we did, and I feel like I fucking learned a lot just this year, just doing this with mm-hmm. y'all. Yeah. And, um. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, like, I, I'm fucking drunk, whatever, but, like, that's one of the <laughs> things that, uh, has been so good about this podcast, too, is, like, I get to talk to y'all on a regular basis, like. Right. Being fucking social blinds, like yeah, <laughs> we would never talk, you know, except for Nancy. But like we would, we would never talk to each other, you know, like, like pretty this much. Yeah, it's that's been... one of the things I was gonna say that I appreciate as a social blind is how easy it is for me to stay in my own cocoon of non-communication. <laughs> you know, like even just me, David, and uh, John. Just how often do we get together and have? A, it's usually like when somebody's having a crisis, and then we're like, ah, oh, let's get on the phone, let's talk about it. Right, right, right. Uh, but other than that, like, we don't well, talk on on a regular basis. It's either we're handling a crisis or, like, fucking having a blowout party. And so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how you know that we got the good friends, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> here for the crisis and the party. Yeah, so this is the most that we've been, you know, talking on a regular basis. And it's been really... I don't know, it's like the social blind. We're not realizing how much uh, you appreciate your friends yeah. or just hanging out with your friends like every now and then we hang out like maybe once or twice a year and it's like man i really like that but then you just go back into your fucking self-contained cocoon and you forget that you know that was cool uh but with the pod doing the pod every week it was just like this continual like weekly grounding of in um conversation with your friends and like i just underestimated how much of an impact that that would make in a year like this, where it's like, this year felt amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, despite everything, everything that went went down in the background, like doing this pod just really made this year awesome. It, it really did. Just like yeah, regularly sure. talking to people is actually a really cool <laughs> and fun thing to do. Like, this is why people schedule phone calls with their friends. Regularly <laughs> <laughs> talking to dope people. Talking to people. <laughs> yeah, I agree with everything. <laughs> good, good one. Yeah. yeah. It's been a revelation on, on multiple levels. Like, oh, I really like talking. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, that is or, the thing about being social ass. It's like, oh, yeah, I actually do like talking to people. Wow, I forgot about that. That's why I have to call David every couple of weeks to check in. Because <laughs> he's never going to do it for me. Yeah. <clears throat> do you remember me? <laughs> you know I exist. Yeah, I will say, I will say, being the only somewhat social, uh, having social in my top two, mm-hmm. being with all of you guys is like it is a lesson in learning that people don't don't purposely ignore me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you feel ignored, like, oh. Nancy. <laughs> <clears throat> you feel ignored yeah. sometimes. Yeah, Nancy. Yeah. How many times have we been like, Nancy, we want you to talk more. We want you to participate more. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cycle in my brain. I'm telling you. It doesn't make any sense. My we, brain is not logical. I mean, all of us, like, we just sort of jump the fuck in for whatever. We don't make room for it. That's definitely our, our, an issue we have is we don't make room. But, like, we, we, all, we want you to talk. We've, we've, yeah. I've talked to both these guys. I've been like, I want Nancy to participate more. You know, like, oh, I yeah. want to hear your voice. I want to hear what you but have to But you say. know what? Yeah. To, to, to that point, there was a point uh, towards the later half of this year where, like, it felt like everybody was firing on all cylinders in terms of, like, there was a couple pods, like, I think probably my favorite pod, besides all the popular ones that, you know, anyone might say, is the heart is an ocean because I was yeah. gonna well, say that was great. That that was like uh um yeah. well it was kind of uncharted territory like we were yeah. sort of exploring but it was like just hearing it everybody was like contributing equally and I feel like there was a point around that time where every pod we did after that was just like this equal mix and it just sounds really cool. I mean I added the thing yeah. so I I get a sense of it sounds really cool when like the ball is being passed around. Um, in terms of the conversation has a life of its own. And there was a point where we sort of like, that just became what it was every single time. And so, like, I don't know, like Nancy, you felt, at some point you felt really comfortable, like, uh, and we all felt pretty comfortable. And it was sort of this mix, equal mix. And I, I really noticed that there was a shift, definitely. Yeah, after that podcast, I remember thinking like at that, I think it was that podcast was right after like we had just had a guest on before that podcast mm-hmm. and uh, we hadn't had like a podcast where it was just us four in mm-hmm. so long. And so when it was just us four, I was like, oh, I can fucking breathe again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like not that I don't like having guests on, but it's always like I never, you know, I'm that three yeah. where I'm like, oh, I'm trying to like morph into what you feel comfortable around. Like, <laughs> right. OK, let's do this first segment of like what are the most downloaded episodes mm. of the year top 10 Ooh. should we get like a you should edit in a drum roll i top will edit 10? in a drum yeah top 10 top 10 most downloaded episodes number one hit you know the thing that put us on the map first was the making nines great again the first episode mm. those were great i thought that was very good yeah, that was like, the like all first. didn't we do three like all three or no 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 just the first one yeah. is the one thing that i think more people have referenced uh, other huh. than the object relations uh daggers to the heart that's why i think the object relations daggers to the heart is the probably the most popular thing we've done because that came much later and that just shot to the top in terms of most shared and most listened to but making nines great again is the most downloaded and listened to thing. It's like neck and neck with object relations. So because object relations was episode thirty six, mm-hmm. and you know the making nines great again was episode ten, that means object relations is definitely a bigger hit. 
so that those are number one and number two. Number three is the trifixation roasts. Yes, those were fun. I really yeah. enjoyed those. So all of the trifixation roasts, well, yeah, well, well, the one and two are in the top 10, and then the trifixation how-to guide is number four. So um, that topic, that series is up there. Um, and then object relations, number two is number five. And so you can kind of see where making nice great again, trifixation, object relations, those are the those are the top uh, episodes that we've done. And then in terms of the type interviews, the type four interview was next for obvious reasons. So everyone's accepts, obsessed with type fours. And, and then you've got the intro, the first episode, which is at like number seven. Then let's talk about sex. The first time we talked about sex, which is the fourth episode, is right after that. Um, what was the whole topic there? I mean, it was, what was it? Was just the first time we talked about the sexual instinct. Uh, I think the title of the show is "Libidinal Energy and the Sexual Instinct." Um, it was the first time we talked about the sexual instinct. This is back when our episodes sucked because I was barely doing any editing. <laughs> well, so I mean that brings up a good point because, like, I mean, Emika, you do a great fucking job editing. Oh my god, and it's like a lot Thank of you. work, and it's yeah, like you. not lost on at least me. And I know I don't yeah, think anybody totally. else here how much work that's got to be. Oh, every Thank time you. I listen to it, I I am like I'm pressing yeah. play like about to ready to cringe because i know how i'm gonna sound and then you make me sound amazing i'm like oh, yeah. god Same. Same. <laughs> yeah i know our enemies are listening and i, and I want to make sure that they <laughs> regret and shame and every bad emotion that they've ever thought of and how excellent we are at what we do <laughs> yeah I, perfect you know so you did you say making nine great again was the first yeah, one. that's the most well, most downloaded, but uh, object glitch is probably the most popular. In terms yeah. Of, uh, well, I mean, like, so, I mean, that's been an important thing, you know, uh, even before my current situation is making sure that nines get uh, the credit they're due because, I mean, there's so much idealization of four, but a lot of the idealization of four is based on nine traits being rejected mm-hmm. yes. in a four. And so it's really an idealization of nine in a certain yes. way. Yes. Yeah. But, like, give the kings and queens their their due you know what i mean like <laughs> absolutely and and especially if a lot of the population is that type like i mean yeah. that's yeah. a type that has a hard time seeing their own gifts directly mm-hmm. yeah. so it's like like i mean how much of the world could be healed if nines like recognize their value <laughs> yeah. yeah i really liked um the sixes too because i feel mm-hmm. that- sixes kind of have the same plight of yes. like not mm-hmm. being able to see their gifts and so i really enjoyed when we deep I'm, dived into sixes they were really I'm, cool i'm starting to like like sixes just starting to like <laughs> <laughs> after years of relationships with sixes yeah he started yeah. to somewhat like them <laughs> i was gonna say yeah. i have a pretty strong six fix hun so <laughs> well, that's helping a lot it's a hate love relationship at sixes. Like uh, we love to hate you. That's that's. What it is. I guess the object relations because it, it wasn't the making nice great again. Only one the first episode was in the top ten, but all of the trifix stuff was there. And um, um, the type in terms of type interviews, the type four, and then the type eight. Those are the two that were in the top ten. But I mean, it gets, that's a good summary of like what people really responded to this year. It's making nines great again, object relations, trifix, um, and then uh, 
type four and what about type those eight. ones where what about those ones where we did all the centers god is king and the yeah those, those are did those, those are did are really really well i'm sure they're like if i looked at the top 20 they'd be right there they really they were big they were hits like i can tell within one day if, if an episode is a hit or not and i was just listening to that gut one again today yeah those are great those were because I mean those weren't really we didn't even plan those it just sort of happened that way that's like, true yeah that thing happened and then we sort of just followed that theme and that's one of the my favorite things about mm -hmm. this thing is like we we just go we don't like we have some ideas sometimes of what we're gonna do but a lot of times we just end up somewhere and I listen to it when I edit and it's like this is what the episode is mm. <laughs> but no no one envisioned that that's what Planet. it was yeah you know, it just sort of happened that way and that's like the coolest thing about it is the sense of um we don't know where we're going but we're gonna end up somewhere good <laughs> yeah and i feel sometimes i feel like uh the lack of plan makes our podcasts better like when we oh, have yeah. more of a plan they totally. seem like not as good which yeah seems counterintuitive to me but you know <laughs> <laughs> unless we're shit talking we're planning to shit talk and that's always good <laughs> yeah that's always good. <laughs> yeah so those are the those are the most popular things that we did uh so question for everybody outside of these episodes which episode was your favorite and i've already said mine mine was uh i think the heart is an ocean maybe alternatively the escape mistyping hell i i love those two episodes in terms of just i could listen to those episodes over and over again in terms of like the flow of it and how it wasn't no one had a plan we just sort of went a certain direction and where it ended up like what it ended up becoming those are my two those are the those are the episodes that stand out to me yeah i mean i i'm with you on on the um the heart is an ocean <clears throat> one that one was really fun for me to record with you guys i talked to who did i talk to this week i was talking michael teaches with someone and he, he said he listened to that episode and he heard about how impactful it was for us but he didn't. He didn't know what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> it was like he's like, I yeah. It was just funny to me because he just he didn't. I, is he, he like emotional? He, I think his heart lasts. And we were talking from a Michael mm. teaching perspective, where he didn't have any emotional centering. I didn't have any emotionally centering. I don't have any emotionally centering either. And just from the perspective of, I don't, he's like, I don't get the emotional heart space. And I, he's like, I listened to the episode. I don't understand what the big deal was. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's why it was a big deal for me because I, like, I finally got it. And for the split mm. second, I had it. And, um, but I understand where he's coming from, where he's like, he didn't, he didn't get like, why, why that was such a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> For me, for me, when the whole thing started to get good was that one, the call where it was the Trifix guide part one. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. For me, that was, that's kind of where it starts. Hmm, where we okay. got past whatever the early stuff was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For me. So everything from, that's like, I don't know if it's, is it, is that? like episode 31 30, yeah 31 yeah yeah oh, really the how-to yeah. guide was 31 right yeah there was a point where it's like all right everyone's just being themselves now we don't give a shit yeah like you forget there's an audience you forget <clears throat> recorded it's just like yeah no I'm, those early ones were like yeah i didn't 
uh, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't find myself in those first ones. Yeah, those first ones were uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, why did I agree to this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it makes me wonder, like, how many things would I really would be really into and really love if I could just get over the initial hump of, mm-hmm. you know, like, well, that's mm-hmm. true. I ask yeah, myself like... that question every day. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could do this for the rest of my life, and I will. <laughs> and <laughs> so, but it's like I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have imagined that I would be into doing, you know, a show like this, you know. Yeah, the early ones, uh, you know, I talk a lot because I sort of felt like, you know, like everybody else was. Yeah, everybody else, was. Yeah, everybody else wanted shy. to talk. Yeah, but I, I like, I fucking hate everything about my voice and about the way I speak and. I said, you know, um, uh, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I, mean? uh, yeah. uh, I, just I wasn't editing that stuff out back then. I wasn't. I wasn't yeah. I mean, you, you, you edit it. And even still, like so much of that is a factor in the way I speak. And I'm, I'm kind of learning to just sort of accept this is yeah. the way I speak. Right. But um, yeah, the first couple episodes were pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> that's a that's a good point too. Just just getting used to hearing your voice. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm I'm finally there, I think. and like like the first one i remember we recorded the very first episode and like emika was like okay we should just not let anyone know when we start recording like we cannot do that because the second we hit record that first time everyone was like i have nothing to say (laughs) (laughs) we are mute and we are completely uninteresting Yeah, I have not. I don't want to even go back and listen to the first episode. No, I don't no, either. Please don't. Not at all. Like how bad the I didn't. I barely edited anything, so it's like all warts and all all the bad like pauses. Like usually, <laughs> fucking I I there's a pace and the the episode needs mm. to keep that pace. And if you hit play, like it's just gonna suck you in because there's not gonna be like any yeah any, like unnecessary like pause. Like if there's a pause, it's there for a reason. And so. The, the initial episodes just just like regular conversation pauses like nobody's trying to hear that <laughs> nobody's trying to hear that nobody's here for that <laughs> but yeah we've come a long way uh favorite episodes john that, david the gut is king one just listen to it again and i did a bit of a monologue at some point and that was uh i liked my monologues so. <laughs> <laughs> i just i loved what oh i had God. to say <laughs> i just That's loved why. listening to myself i loved <laughs> listening to myself it was really good. amazing uh i actually I, I listened to an earlier episode uh i can't remember which one it was but i listened to an earlier episode and i realized like when i was listening to it the day that emika was speeding up david's voice <laughs> my god really wait what <laughs> I no think i've, ne- I've never, never done sped that? up no i've never sped up because david was speaking so quickly i was like there's no way that this is david <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh, I, I just assumed emica had to have been speeding well, up your voice well you know what they had a cup of coffee or something no uh, yeah, like cocaine <laughs> what i do with david off my ass uh, what I do with David is I take out the unnecessary. I mean, I can speed up anyone to a degree that I can take off, you know, your pauses and uh, make it go faster. So maybe there was a point early yeah, on. Yeah, maybe that's I what was, it was. That's I was doing that to a high degree for David because it was like, you know, <laughs> so slow. So maybe that's what it was because like he was like so on the point and so clear. And maybe I was back then I was probably doing that too much because now I'm it's like, I don't want to edit out what makes you who you are, you know? Like, I don't right, want to yeah, like, right, clean it up right. too much. So, 
like I'm I'm leaving in more of David's mouth noises, and, uh, whereas before I wasn't doing I wasn't letting any of that shit come through. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I can't say what my favorite. Uh, like I looked over the, our list of of topics, and first of all, I think it's pretty cool that like I mean January like six was our first episodes released. Mm-hmm. I know we recorded uh, in 2019 a little bit that was released yeah, we later, did. but it's like in terms of being broadcast, it's like this is totally like a complete year. Yeah. But I think I think the center is like the gut is king, the heart is an ocean, the mind is a vision. Yeah. Those are probably my favorites. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the love line call was like fun as fuck too. Oh yeah, it was yeah. So. Fun. Oh yeah. I'm surprised that, that twice. No. I, I'm surprised that people aren't going. Well, I mean, yeah, I just surprised that people aren't going. We're still gonna do that shit. I don't give a fuck. Totally. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I'm just surprised people aren't as in. I mean, they're into it, but not as into it as I expected. Like yeah. I thought that was gonna be like a huge thing, but um, it's great. Like it was one of the funniest so things fun. we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> I think people will get more into it once they hear more callers, and they're like, "Oh, or, this is like not scary." I haven't checked, but. It, let me let me check, but I don't think we've gotten any new voicemails, and I'm just like, why are y'all not into this shit? Like, <laughs> what's wrong with y'all? Like, this is really interesting. What, yeah, what's, maybe we should let people know that we're still taking calls. Yeah, I, yeah we, we did. Do some kind of push again on that. Three days ago, I posted uh, like that. We had 666 followers on Big Hormone Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then since then, it's almost double. It's almost increased by a hundred. Whoa, that's crazy. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I I think it has to do with those uh like why you dress like that memes. Yeah. Oh yeah, those memes are. <laughs> those were you've fire. Been, you've been posting linking to the Instagram on yeah. uh, Anygram plays uh-huh. for these other forms. I think you, that's a good idea. Just you know, whenever yeah. you upset people like that, sh- they should you know see more memes. Um, I, I was just I just I'm always surprised that we don't have more followers. I'm like we're putting out some amazing shit. Like totally, absolutely. What the I've, fuck? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck and so in terms of stats um all right so we have currently i think it's 59 or 60 61 ratings on apple podcast which isn't much but um, i think that's a lot yeah for us i mean it's a lot uh pretty good is there and, more we can be doing on uh just any of the other facebook enneagram groups get people I mean, we we did um but i mean i think with the reality i mean even that, if they're enemies and just people that are gonna think we're evil or whatever i mean the thing <laughs> is people are aware of our podcast it's okay. it's it's really that the same it's the same thing that we're dealing with with any rammer where people think people know about us like they're aware of us and they know that we're like oh we're supposed to be this radical group who's reimagining the enneagram and mm-hmm. They have black and gay people everywhere. <laughs> Those blacks you know, and gays. You know, like you post a picture of Odinak OD went for the uh, uh, astrology podcast, and like ten and people lost. leave the group. Yeah, that, I'm yeah like, that was wild. That's, That's fucking weird. So it's like, I, as a social blind, I, I forget this is a thing, but I think on some level we make people uncomfortable. But people are very aware of us. They talk about the podcast. Um, but I, I think it's just always going to be a fringe interest in terms of there's going to be a very small section of people who are really excited about what we do and that's okay. But I, you know, but part of me is like, this is the best shit out there. Like, what are you, 
what how can what you else not are you be listening to exactly like this is the best content period and we've got fucking little covens of people meeting every week to talk about our listen to the podcast <laughs> yeah so what's the deal with them how do we find out who those people are and get their phone number john knows everything about them <laughs> what do i know about the, the little coven of women that meet every week to, to talk about the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so uh, I had a coaching call with someone and, and you know, <laughs> want to respect their privacy and stuff. But they said that they uh-huh. have like a, a they like talk every week about our episodes and on the pod. And I mean, I don't know if that's including other pods or other material or it's just know, whatever. Us. It's just us. It's just, it's us. just us. Just us. <laughs> Shout out to them. Uh, yeah. that's fucking cool very amazing to learn about and very heartening and uh appreciate it it's a big deal to me just that yeah uh, that's so cool the, the the shit that we're doing is not only entertaining but there's enough meat here that people can have a get together and actually like delve into it like what <laughs> you know that's fucking awesome it is kind of weird to think about though the amount of personal shit we get into on here oh it's all good we, we have... to it. <laughs> That's one thing that's been weird recently, just, you know, people reaching out and like, you know, realizing that they know so much about me and I don't know anything about them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said earlier, you know, like I've, I've been teaching like long before I was on this podcast. And so I never was teaching about personal stuff or who I who it was beyond the, like what I was representing. And so it's been kind of, I don't know interestingly i don't i don't know how many people that have actually had as students are listening to this or anything but um, all of them <laughs> all of them i always i always never i never try to try to present myself as any different than i am mm-hmm. and you never know who projects what and you know whatever but uh it's kind of a relief in a way like because you know having worked for russ for so many years i was a little bit worried about being in the position russ is in where people project all kinds of shit onto him yeah and I don't like I like I feel like uh you know I think I have some valuable things to contribute to Enneagram or people's inner work, whatever. And but I don't want the burden of having to pretend like I'm uh like, the next messiah. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, like what is what is inner work and inner development if you like if you're not human anymore? Yeah. You know, it's like like you should be able to tell like dirty fucking jokes and right. and be enlightened or whatever. You know, <laughs> I I had this conversation with David at some point because you know just the idea of people projecting you know in the group, for example, people just projecting so much authority on him or me or whatever in terms of oh you don't like you're supposed to have this this amount of integrity because you're an enneagram teacher and part of just being yourself on the pod and just talking about whatever creepy shit that we're into because we are creepy human beings because that's totally fine and that that sort of to to get people aware that i don't fucking care you know i don't i don't fucking care about these sort of ideas of what you think a teacher or a spiritual person should be that um in a way it's paving the way and allowing certain types of people that didn't feel that they had a place in spirituality to feel like and this is this is for me like what was so discouraging about finding the Enneagram is like I'm into this thing but like I'm looking around and I can't relate to anybody and there's no I don't feel like there's any sort of pathway for me to relate to anybody but now it's like being ourselves on this podcast and just fucking being creepy or whatever and being sexual and 
making inappropriate jokes is like allowing certain people who didn't feel like they could engage with this stuff to feel like, oh yeah, these guys are just normal people. They're not like, they're not like, you know, trying to like uh, uphold a certain kind of image that's unrealistic, you know, or anything like that. And they're engaging spirituality in a real way. So uh, that's one of the best things about what we do. Yeah, Yeah, I I will say I have been able to kind of come into my own a little bit more, even though I'm like sexual blind and have no idea what I actually like. Um, <laughs> like I, she likes us. I mean, you know that. I like you guys, and it's helped. <laughs> like listening to like you guys talk about politics and your views and stuff because it's kind of helped me solidify mine. So like it's helped me have conversations about like Black Lives Matter and how our government is fucked and. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like important conversations um that i've really i'm happy that i'm able to have like with my parents and stuff um she's trying to say is that social social blinds are the best yeah exactly (laughs) well i wouldn't have been able to like solidify my views and feel confident in my views and like okay in having them if Mm -hmm. i wasn't with you guys on this pod you know one thing i was gonna ask you is just like i'm curious to what is it like dealing with a bunch of social blind dudes like what are some things that stand out to you because i don't even know it's hard to know like what the fuck is it like to be social blind you know from a perspective of someone who's not <laughs> uh it's really it's mostly annoying like um, when when does it stand out to you that we are social blind like when is it obvious that you know um you you guys did something specifically recently where i screenshotted it and sent it to brian with like a face palm because i was like dear lord like what what did what did we do i can't remember it was yeah i like screenshotted something you guys said in the group chat and i sent it to him with a face palm because i was like oh my god i have to spell it out for them like (laughs) was this something to do with the love line that we didn't uh we weren't aware that people were going to be uh yes i think it, it was that it was that you were like you were like why would they be afraid to call in and i was like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) we hadn't even spelled it out for people like what the purpose of the love line was gonna be it was just like hey here's a number call in (laughs) no no context i had to like explain performance anxiety to you and you're like oh they get performance anxiety i'm like sure whatever you need to fucking frame it as like (laughs) that's what happens yeah so it's kind of like you're all very literal and i am not <laughs> what does that mean what does that mean yeah i don't get i don't understand what do you mean by that <laughs> <laughs> literal in what sense like we just like... oh my god you um there's no reading in between the lines unless it's mm. about sex w- what lines exactly what are the lines the conversation, <laughs> the lines of conversation. We we have one context. <laughs> no, you have two contexts. You have normal conversation that, that you don't understand, or you have sex, and that's it. That's your two convert. That's your two. There's more than that. Filing cabinets that exist. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> like, what other conversations should I be having? What here? matters? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Sure. It's funny because people will comment like, "Oh, poor Nancy," and I'm like, <laughs> "What are you talking about?" Like, <laughs> I haven't seen those comments. Um, yeah, 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 and 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 the positive part of it is you guys don't have any of that social bullshit veil mm-hmm. where I'm like, "Oh, sorry, oh, thank you." Like, I have to like play the game. Like, there's none of that. There's it's no just, game. 
straightforward and it's and it's glorious. Yeah. Yeah, you know I think the, so too. Yeah. It is glorious, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People talk about that, you know, from the meetups. Uh there this certain vibe that I guess we have that anything goes. Nobody cares what you do. Like whatever you're into, you're into. We're all here to have fun and and no one's gonna judge you for whatever it is you're into. And I think maybe that's a pervasive vibe with the group and the pod that um whatever it is, whatever your kink is, no one's gonna judge you no for that. Gives you know? a shit. Nobody gives a shit, you know? Like we're all our own self-contained little balls of insanity and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so we've done the most popular episodes, most favorite moments. Let's talk about guests. Who, I mean, besides Courtney, because she's dominated this podcast. Right. Her appearances. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Diana Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> we've, had on, we've had on a lot of guests, and I'm not going to name them all, but um, any sort of uh, memorable guests. Mm-hmm. Is that too too judgmental to highlight people that we like this guest question <laughs> Nancy, it, it you have to might tell be. us yeah, yeah. In my, in my <laughs> okay let's let's okay let's skip that <laughs> i know a few people who would get upset favorite favorite guest least favorite guest <laughs> who's <Don't> bad <laughs> who's bad guest who's a bad yeah that's a yeah, bad totally guy. <laughs> the, yeah, the worst guest. We would go there. I apart. Nancy would die. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, I'm kind of dying right now a little bit. Right now, right in this moment. <laughs> I can't believe that we've only gotten four voicemails. It really baffles me. Like I can't. It's really, really bothering you. <laughs> I'm like I can't believe that that's how many we've gotten. What? We're gonna have to really work to make this left line a thing. I think we should do another love line, and I think. I hope after people have heard it, um, it's not happening. There hasn't been a single. But I, I don't know if people think that we're still doing it. You know what I mean? Like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Like we, we should definitely make an Instagram post about it again. Yeah, we're doing Love Line Part Two, so call for the fuck in. Okay. Yeah. Also, recently we've gotten some butt hurt. Like we were at five, you know, perfect rating five point and it seemed like uh, with the new oh, influx really? of yeah, like you know. Oh, do we have and, some butt hurt reviews? Not reviews, but just right. ratings. Like the last, like we're down to four point seven, which means like five people have given up so a uh, one star, which is like. Hmm. I I'm uh, always disappointed that no, it's yeah. Don't leave reviews when they put one star. You fucking yeah, you coward. I w- fucking yeah. leave a say, leave a review. Say what you mean? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you can't leave a yeah, one star just and just say- be like, wasn't good, didn't like it. No. Fuck you. Even even yeah, even saying fuck you and you guys cuss too much or whatever. <laughs> just whatever. David's a creep. He's weird. <laughs> David's a creep. Listen to his fucking weird laugh. You know. <laughs> his his random <laughs> random David's laugh. David's throat clearings in my ear. It's <laughs> 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 always two seconds too late. Laugh. Two seconds delay. Yeah, you do. The, the delay nine delay. Laugh. When you laugh at things, you're like, pause. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. <laughs> Where did that come from? Yeah. <laughs> Any other uh, things about this year? Oh, yeah. We just want to thank, you know, people who've sent in money. Yeah. Uh, 
BB's yeah. that's just the most money. So thanks to her. Thank you. Number BB. one paid number one patron, uh Sarah. Thank I think you. you sent us some money. She was the first one to send us a voicemail, so she's amazing. A hero. Uh, you know, everyone who's Queen. ever helped us this year as a guest. Um, reviews. Anyone who's ever sent in reviews, thank you. Don't forget we have, you know, our PayPal is bhepodcast at gmail.com. If you haven't sent in a donation, shame on you. Send a donation today. Um, you should definitely donate to us before yeah. you donate to Wikipedia. We're more important. Five, ten bucks. Like, come on. Your favorite podcast, Enneagram podcast on the planet. You should be helping us make this thing uh, a reality. But, yeah, next year is just, I'm excited because we, we're just I'm getting so warmed excited. up. So just getting feel like, warmed I feel up. like this podcast is going to be better next year, and I feel like the world is going to be worse. Yes. yes i agree i feel like i feel like it's, like, be, I feel like it's a bad. perfect like if you graph it on a line it's you know it's it, it has the same grade going up and down when the world yeah. starts going down more the enneagram podcast starts going up you guys Listen, don't think uncle joe is gonna save the world yeah, <laughs> God. yeah. no uh, uncle joe yeah, the most pro austerity uh fucker that ever existed <laughs> God. When when Trump is like, yeah, give people two thousand a month or whatever, and Biden's like, no, <laughs> it's yeah, like, right. <laughs> seriously, man, dark town. You know what? That that should be a thing. Is uh, just like the love line is complaints, mm-hmm. complaint mm-hmm. call. Oh my gosh, yeah. yes! If people want to call in and bitch about us, that would be oh man, that would be. Gold. I think we'd get a lot to that too. Yes, get- people should call in and roast us. <laughs> oh, big time. <laughs> What's wrong with us? What's oh, wrong yes. with BHC? What's wrong with any grammar? Like everyone, that's basically oh. most of the press that we get is people just <laughs> shit talking. You know, you know, like why are they doing this? Why, why are they doing this? Not a fourth thing. Do they hate fours? Do they hate themselves? Why do they cuss so much and talk about sex? Yep, <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's the biggest one. People are like, um, "This is a great podcast, but you really need to." be careful because they're they really talk about some like <laughs> sexual I shit think, i always think it's so funny when people are like oh yeah you have to watch out like they aren't not safe for work like like it didn't say that on the podcast like explicit right. rating didn't didn't warn you about like the big hormone name wasn't enough to tell you that you were stepping <laughs> in some some fucking juicy territory well it's also so shocking to me what people find like abrasive it's like mm-hmm. oh yeah. no like i don't think we're all that bad we're not we're not, no, at, all. not at all it's just people are so fucking um sheltered from the world that yeah. uh i think we're just we're basically normal i i there's we could be so much more inflammatory like that's like oh, we're not even, yeah like we're not even pushing any boundaries <laughs> like i've listened to podcasts that are like we're talking about like incest and like you could really go in there and uh and really just to piss people off it's basically people getting insulted by soft porn yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what it's like no i think we're just ahead of our time and there's going to be eventually uh another large group of people that are going to discover the enneagram and when once that happens it's going to be like uh it's going to be a, a real demand for content that's not like yeah. centered around the white evangelical or self-help professional sort of way of looking at things and so when that happens okay. our pod is going to blow the fuck up that's what i that's what i believe is going to take place yeah i i i don't think we're going to go viral for another like maybe year 
I would give it an at least year. yeah and then and then people will find us and they'll just binge us and be like oh shit yep. yeah exactly <laughs> anything else to wrap up the year i think next year uh with my book will come out and yes we'll do a bunch yes. of instinct, Ooh, in, yes. a lot of instinct stuff go heavy in instincts that we've we've only touched on to right. a small degree this year what when do you think that you're gonna actually release what month i don't know it's it's always this thing where I think it's just around the corner and then it doesn't happen. So, but it's, I mean, like, what's, what's in the way right now? What's, what's, uh, slowing things down. Uh, so basically I got it formatted by Cameron Schilling, which shout out to Cameron, very appreciate. And then, um, was working with uh, a friend of mine who's in publishing to figure out actual like printers and then as well as distribution and shipping services. She gave me the feedback that the first chapter was so dense that she tried to read a couple times and, and it was hard for her to pick up or, or keep going, even though she was interested. And so I rewrote the first two chapters and re- reorganized them. So I need to get those <sighs> reformatted. But I think at this point now it's like ready to go. Like I think yeah. the book is the writ- written part is ready to go. And like, I understand what she meant. Like I went in like hardcore and like, it's, it's a, it's not an easy book generally speaking. Yeah. yeah um, shocking. Yeah, the feedback I get is that it's very like it's academic, and it's like you know I that's the kind of books I read, and right. I can I can write. I feel like I'm I have a second book I'm already writing that I feel like is going to be funnier and more accessible and simpler. But anyway, yeah. So so I you know I just got to send it like I got to get it proper the the last revision properly formatted, and then I can send it off to a printer, and I got to figure out who's going to distribute it and all that kind of shit. Okay, hopefully like. By March, <laughs> I hope so. That's really my hope. I mean, I, I hope I can get it sent to a printer this month, okay, or January. Yeah. So on my book, um, you know, I've got a, <clears throat> I've got a book dominatrix. Okay, nice. Jesse, Bla- Jesse Black, right? Do you have another great. dominatrix? Yeah, oh. and and uh, David, and, and she, yeah, hardcore. And so, uh, so you got competition. Yeah, that's right. That's what I'm trying to inspire Nancy. Right. So no, I'm uh, loving that. This is crazy, right? But she's saying, <clears throat> at, you know, I need to make a nine-month goal, a goal of it being ready in nine months. So yeah, Jesse's great. Jesse's great, and and she's a real she's she's a dominatrix, right? So. Yeah. Um, and that's good. And, and I, I, I probably need to be sure to be checking back in with her and, and kind of having her still dominate me. Right. So, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, but she, you know, she had a good point too. I mean, like partly it's the way that I'm formatting the book is such that it should just I'll take that long. It should not take that long. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, in other words, it should like nine months is reasonable. So, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, like a, anyway, a book like John's is is a difficult book to put together yeah. because he's really yeah. going super deep research wise. But a book like yours is just like an organizational issue in terms of it's, that's yeah. all it is. That's, that's all really it is. all it is. You know, because it's it's a lot of uh, visual aid stuff, but the ideas are already all there. It's kind of like how do you put it together, and that's it. That's it. Yeah. Um. Hmm. What else coming up in 2021? Not a four books launching on the not a four thing. So, like, 
what else like is there can we get well, specific about what we might do in that because i mean well, we, I, need, we need to we need to keep going with that right like i think a monthly kind of like the love line thing is to to have like a monthly or semi-monthly you know making that the show where you're just doing not a four stuff i think would be a huge hit um and then of course like building out a website because there's a lot of i because what i do is i i do pay attention to the shit that you guys are doing because i just want to lift whatever good comments because it's like to me it's like this can't go to waste <laughs> it's like you're just commenting and responding to people can't just be a conversation that's not used in some kind of way so if i like something i'll i'll save it and so i've got like a whole document of not a four comments that i've been saving for the past year or so and uh in in anticipation to uh put that somewhere and so like doing the website where people people ask like where should i go to read more about four and not a four stuff or whatever so having a website would be good i just think it's a something that could become a bigger thing in terms of either a regular part of the show or even like a book it's a way of breaking a certain glass floor mm -hmm. of like where people are willing to look in terms of mm -hmm. understanding their type it's like who cares who's a four or not it feels like not a four is an octave of kind of addressing <laughs> this, this entire not looking deeply into the enneagram thing like you don't have to do not a five not an eight or all, not all these types like not a four represents this oh you're just going off like buzzwords and you haven't deeply looked in the enneagram right. and whether you're a four you think you're a four or not like going back and looking deeply at what you think these types mean is what you need to do. So like, I think it's a good pivot point to really step on the gas with that sort of idea that people need to, you know, uh, let go of their preconceived notions of what these types mean based on the very limited exposure that they've had and fucking get deeper into this stuff. Right. I love being drunk. I forgot this was fun. <laughs> yeah, this is good. I think this I is might really smoke good. more often while we podcast. This, this has been really fun. I don't think we should end. The, I don't think we should end this call ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, we should just, it should be a live stream. Just live stream it. <laughs> it would be a live stream of Nancy sleeping. Yeah, you'll, just hear, you'll hear Nancy sleeping. You'll hear have us having sex. You know, just. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jelly lies, whatever. I could definitely do the pod drunk. Like I'm, I, I thought, yeah, one hundred percent. I could definitely mm -hmm. do the pod drunk. I mean, maybe not like deep stuff, but just the love lines. We could definitely do this drunk. Oh, oh that'd God, be fun. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so <laughs> fun. <laughs> anyway, dudes. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Well, this, this has been, been fun. This is good. Been fun. Yeah. I mean, we premiered our show at the beginning of 2020. And uh, mm -hmm. yep. so it's kind of cool to have like an almost entire fucking full year of doing our thing. It is. And great. Next year is going to be even better. We're just warming up. Anybody got any complaints or problems with us doing this podcast? Like the th of the four of us? No. I mean, have we, have we received any complaints? No, I mean like Emeka, David, Nancy, or me. Is there any negatives? Oh. Like I don't have any negatives. No, fuck no. No. Uh, <laughs> really no. Nope. No. Cool. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah. Cool. David's mouth noises, of course. Yeah, yeah. they're they're yeah. awful. They're it's always a problem. Well, they have they have now added to the zeitgeist. Of, <laughs> they are told, part of the fabric. Of I told David do. he needed to add a thing to his Patreon of like monthly 
boys, you know, central Zoid boys. ASMR. Yeah, exactly. People need, people are like, I think he's probably got like a little fan club of women that are just imagining. I, what, I mean, like, I've always observed the way women go crazy for David, but it's just like another level. It's just so hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Constantly. I don't even understand it myself. He's just a sensual beast. And women He's a could... fucking nine. I'm telling you, nines are magical. Right, right. People can feel that. It's like, oh, I bet he'd fuck me. Uh, really <laughs> All right. I'll take that. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> David's a, a sex worker over here. <laughs> That's it. It's <laughs> all it's ever been about. Yep. I'd pay for it. All right, <laughs> All right I'd watch. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to see this uh, cocaine off Nancy's ass thing. Like, I'm, yes. I'm here to observe. <laughs> Sounds like a plan for a 2021 meetup. Yeah. All right. We got to make that there happen. Go. There we go. Anyway. anyway, I'm going to go to bed. All right. Bye. Happy New Year, y'all. Happy New Year. All right. All right. Later.